It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be Locked On Thunder. It's Friday. Woo! Thank goodness. What a week it has been. Um, Apologies for no podcast yesterday on Thursday following the Thunder's win over the Sacramento Kings. I will get into why that happened. Um... Not just the the Thunders win over the Kings, but why I wasn't able to put out a podcast. There's a good reason, um, kind of a sad reason as well, so I'll get into that a little bit later. But if you don't know who I am, I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and 2018 with 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa as their lead Thunder contributor, Thunder insider, beat reporter, beat writer, whatever they may want to call me. You can find all my articles at thefranchiseok.com. It's all free. I have a tab up there on the front page. You can just see my last name, Trantham. So it's if you can't find my articles on the front page for whatever reason, just, just go ahead and feel free to click the Trantham tab, and you can easily find all my latest articles there. And I've, I've been teasing this Shea Gildas-Alexander article all week, and I got it written, and then I realized, you know what, I need to ask some more questions. And uh, there were a few points where I made too much, too far of a reach, too too much assumption. A few questions or a few answers from guys like Chris Paul or even Shea Gillis Alexander could help this article out immensely. So I'm just going to go ahead and put that on the back burner for now. The Thunder are still going to be on the road uh, tonight. They take on the Phoenix Suns. We'll get into that as well. But then their next game is next Wednesday against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Oklahoma City. So they will probably have a practice at some point <laughs> in between tonight and and Wednesday, I would certainly hope so. Um, the NBA teams all over the NBA have not really practiced this year, which is good for the players, of course, because of rest, both physical and mental. But uh, for my purposes, in terms of trying to get access to players to answer questions so that I can write some pretty cool articles, uh, sometimes it uh, falls by the wayside. But hey, I'd rather the players be rested than me. Like They're the important ones here, not me. You can follow 
my other Thunder podcast, OKC82. It's a post-game reaction that I do with Madison Morris, also 107.7 The Franchise. We do that, of course, after every single game. And it's either us on the radio, and if, if we happen to be on the radio immediately following the game on 107.7, we just take that audio and put it up on the podcast. If we're not on the radio following the game, then we just go into the studio and record a straight-up podcast, just a normal one. So uh, you can find all that anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. So please subscribe to that. Leave a rating if you so choose. But if you're going to leave a rating there, please leave a rating at Locked on Thunder as well. I would greatly appreciate that. And then finally, please tune in on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show. We're talking Jerry Ramsey. We're talking John Hamm. We're talking Madison Morris and me. And we will always have guests like Eric Horn from The Athletic or Cliff Brunt from The AP. Great people that cover the Thunder that know hoops. Always makes the show a lot more fun when we've got we've got guests to talk to as well. So tune into that. And if you're out of the market and can't listen on your radio machine, then please download 107.7 The Franchise's app. It's free, easy to use. You just type in 107.7 The Franchise in your app store, download it, and then Saturdays at 10 o'clock or then Saturdays at 10 a.m. Central Time, you can hit play sit through a commercial, and then boom, you're listening to us talk Thunder basketball and the NBA. And the best way to follow along with all these things, articles, podcast links, and what have you, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm thinking, please follow me on Twitter at BradyDoesSports. And if you ever have a question, if you ever have some thoughts, concerns about the Thunder, about this podcast, please feel free to shoot me a DM. Please feel free to just at me. I typically answer, unless I'm super, super busy. Um, but I will try and get to your questions as soon as possible. And if you want me to read them on air, I will read them on air and we can discuss it and make it a talking point on the next podcast. But before we get into Friday night, everybody, let's go back in time to the Thunder's 120-100 win over the Sacramento Kings. It will be a game that will live in the hearts and minds of Oklahoma City Thunder fans forever because this was the game that Lou Dor exploded onto the scene. 23 points, 8 of 12 from the field. A marksman from the three-point line, especially catch-and-shoot-wise. Lou Dor is finally here, everybody. And look, it's starting to get to a point where it's no longer ha-ha-ha, like Lou Dort mania. Like, like it's always kind of a sarcastic, not in a negative way, because Thunder fans, of course, love all their Thunder players, and they're going to root, especially for their young guys that have potential. Lou Dort, certainly one of those players. There is something to be said about when a new guy, especially a two-way contract in Lou Dort, makes a few appearances with the Thunder. You know, sometimes players like that could surprise you in terms of their ability to get to the basket or shot make because the opponent has no idea what you are has no idea has not scouted you and so you kind of get a five six seven game stretch where you can make some positive impacts offensively but by that point now you've been scouted okay let's see how good you actually are once defenses know how to attack you once defenses are gearing to take away what they deem is your most effective way to play basketball and the best example I can use is not from a two-way player, but from Hamadou Diallo's rookie year, where the first few weeks of the season, up until he had that real bad ankle injury at Golden State uh, the day, the night before Thanksgiving last season, uh, Hamadou Diallo, elite in transition, Hamadou Diallo, elite on the offensive glass. And once defenses got a few weeks of scouting on him in, in regards to those assets, they took those away from him. And once they took those away from him, 
We all know what Hamadou Diallo was his rookie year. He wasn't a very good shooter. He couldn't create his own shot. And while he's made so many, so many, so many strides in terms of being able to put the ball on the floor to create his shot a little bit, or at least put himself in a position to get the ball away from where he is standing at the time to keep moving the basketball to somebody else, which is still, in effect, playmaking. You may not be the one dishing out an assist, but if you can simply just put the ball on the floor with confidence and don't get a charge, don't get, don't bounce the ball off your foot or something and get a turnover and still move the basketball, you are effectively a team basketball player, and Hamadou Diallo has done that. Last year, he wasn't able to do that. So once defenses took away his ability to get trash rebounds off the offensive glass and run the floor, there wasn't that much he could do. And so we're getting to a point now where Lou Dort has had enough games under his belt. He's been with the Thunder now for two weeks. We're going to start seeing teams understand how to defend him. Now, the good thing for Lou Dort, he hustles his ass off. He's an athletic freak, much like Hamadou Diallo was, but much more physical, whereas Hamadou Diallo is more finesse. Lou Dort has a lot of physically gifted tools, be it his strength, be it his physicality, be it his jumping ability, his speed. He's basically a football player. And I thought that back in July when I saw him at Summer League, just running his ass up down, up and down the floor, um, not backing down from any challenge, just knowing how to use his body without going overboard and not playing like a football player on a basketball floor and just banging into everybody. Um, there was some, I, I just, I remember tweeting like, hey, the Thunder have something in Lou Dort. I don't know if that's going to equate to him making a lot of impact with the Thunder, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the occasional call up, and especially if someone gets hurt. If he's out there, Billy, he's a player that Billy Donovan will love and will probably play a lot more than you would expect because of that hustle that and that drive and the energy that he plays with. It's just going to come down to don't get in foul trouble. And thus far, Lou Dort has done a great job of not getting in foul trouble. And considering the defensive assignments he's had to have over these last week and a half or two, I mean, it's incredible what he's been able to accomplish. Not getting in foul trouble against James Harden. Not getting in foul trouble against Trey Young. Not getting in foul trouble against Andrew Wiggins. Against Sacramento, he's on Bogdanovich. He's on Buddy Heald, who just had a career high. 42 points on 24 shots the other night in tribute to Kobe Bryant. Just incredible what Lou Dort was able to accomplish. And we'll get into a little bit more of what the Thunder were able to do against the Kings, but I want to talk to you guys first about my bookie. Are you the type of fan who knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, the NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get in the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Just use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
And welcome back to the Locked On Thunder podcast, everybody. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And along with Lou Dort, Chris Paul did return to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, not, not that much of a scoring punch. One of his more inefficient games on the season, I mean, to be quite honest, 3 of 12 from the field, 0 of 4 from the three-point line, hit three of his four free throws, only scored nine points, but of course, Chris Paul... He doesn't have to beat you with just his scoring. He doesn't have to just beat you with just his assist making. But he did have 10 assists to go along with his 9 points and 7 rebounds. Only 2 turnovers in 26 minutes. Again, it's just the steady, the steadying force. Now, Chris Paul is not the end-all, be-all reason as to why the Thunder simply lost to Dallas on Monday. And he's not the end-all, be-all reason why the Thunder just dominated the Sacramento Kings on the road. But there is something also to be said that Chris Paul's just steady, steady force, his leadership, the comfort that the team has playing alongside him, the comfort that it, the Thunder have at this point with Dennis Schroeder coming off the bench, uh, those the three-point guards being staggered until they all play on the floor at the same time. Uh, when you just you know when you just randomly cut that off on short notice. Uh, and unfortunately, we all know why Chris Paul did randomly cut off uh, playing uh, for Monday night's game. It's unfortunate, of course, and tragic, you know, with Kobe's p- passing. But um, in terms of basketball, that's going to affect the team, and it's going to be hard to bounce back from really quickly on short notice. And Shea Gillis Alexander, Dennis Schroeder, and company were, were just unable to. Uh, but with Chris Paul's return, the Thunder certainly looked like the team that we'd known up until this point. Uh, just dominated the Kings from start to finish, held them to 16 points in the first quarter, which I believe was the lowest output for the Kings all season in a quarter. And I believe either ties or is just above the Thunder's defensive output for the season. It it might be that first Golden State game because for whatever reason, I remember the Warriors scoring 14 points in a quarter. I could be wrong, though. I should have looked that up, but... Uh, I don't have time today, but I I will get to why I don't have time at the end of the episode like I teased in the first part of the episode, and it kind of goes into why I wasn't able to do an episode yesterday, and that's my fault, but uh, we'll get into that later. I mean, defensively, the Thunder did exactly what they were supposed to do. Uh, Buddy Heald wasn't able to get going. He was 3 of 10 from the three-point line, 5 of 12 from the field, only finished with 13 points. Bogdan Bogdanovic. 23 points led the Kings. De'Aaron Fox, 19 points. Everybody else single digits except for Harry Giles, who had 10 points. So again, you know, like I said on Wednesday, it was a good chance for the Thunder to avenge a loss. And I say avenge in quotation marks. The Thunder didn't care about that loss um, when they played Wednesday night. Now, they cared about it when they choked the game away, of course. But they're not going into Wednesday night's game going, we got to avenge that random loss from two months ago but it's just a good look to basically reassert your dominance against teams that you were better than and I think that that's the mark of a good team now the Thunder 29 and 20 they're two games back in the loss column from the Dallas Mavericks uh, for the sixth seed you know like good what what exactly does good team mean to you but uh, good teams in the NBA beat teams like the Sacramento Kings they beat teams like Phoenix tonight they beat teams like Charlotte, New Orleans, teams that you are better than. Now, New Orleans might be a little bit of a monkey wrench because Zion's back and Brandon Ingram's playing at an all-star level. He is an all-star, and deservingly so, I might add. And we'll get to all-stars a little bit because it kind of might play into tonight's game. But the Thunder do what they do. They defend well. They score just enough. And they can get hot in certain quarters. 36 points in the second quarter to really hammer the game away. 37 points in the third quarter. 
I mean, you hold a you hold a team to under twenty points in a quarter, and then you just start scoring thirty plus points in the following three two quarters. You're going you're going to win that game. The Thunder certainly did. It was never in doubt. Oklahoma City got a much needed win, bounce back win after a disappointing loss on Monday to the Dallas Mavericks. And before we get to our next break, like I said, the Thunder do play the Phoenix Suns tonight. And the all-star thing that I was talking about, of course, Brandon Ingram makes the all-star game. Handful of players make the all-star game as reserves. All deservingly so, I might add. You you can make the argument that maybe Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul over a guy like Devin Booker is a little uh, head-scratching because Devin Booker, 28 points per game, uh, scoring, great shooting numbers. And again, it just kind of comes down to, well, the Phoenix Suns are just a bad team and they've lost a lot of games. Well, Brady, then why is Trey Young a starter? The Hawks are even worse than the Suns. And that's that's the hard thing about All-Stars is you have kind of a general criteria as to, and you know, whether it be fan voting, uh, coaches, you know, whoever is making the decisions of, okay, this guy's an All-Star, this guy isn't. Everybody has a general criteria and then you adjust it accordingly because every player is different. Every player is on a different team in a different situation, blah, 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 blah. And then sometimes there's just the simple fact that you play in a tougher conference. You're definitely not going to be a starter, even though you are probably an all-star level player. I mean, that's why CJ McCollum is never an NBA NBA all-star starter. That's why Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard was never an all-star starter back when they just did Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. I mean, talented guys get left out because they're playing alongside equally, if not better, talented players. And the case with Devin Booker, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate when you look at his numbers. It's unfortunate that when you look at his team, I mean, that's not his fault that the Phoenix Suns front office does a bad job of evaluating talent, drafting talent, and developing talent. And again, if you want to make an argument that Devin Booker should be in over Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul, you, know, you can make that argument. I think Chris Paul plays at an all-star level this year, and I think he's certainly deserving of it because of what he's been able to do with the Oklahoma City Thunder, according to the expectations that everybody had going into this season. Russell Westbrook is your classic case of he is an all-star because he's exciting, he's athletic, he has the numbers, people want to see him in the all-star game. It's it's that simple. It's not fair, yes, sometimes, but that's the way it is. That's the reality of the situation. Now, how does that affect tonight? Devin Booker might want to ball the hell out. Now, we've seen Oklahoma City go into Phoenix and get blown out of the gym in the first quarter because of guys like Devin Booker, because of guys like Dragon Bender. And we've seen this season Ricky Rubio really light it up against the Thunder in that third quarter in that home win for the Thunder a few about a month and a month or so ago. I mean, Lou Dort's going to have a tough assignment tonight if Terrence Ferguson is unable to go, which I'm going to assume he didn't make the trip with the team, so he's not going to play tonight, of course. Might be a good chance that he could potentially return Wednesday night against the Cavs because that's still all the way until Wednesday, so plenty of time for Terrence Ferguson to potentially work out whatever he's attempting to work out. And again, thoughts and prayers to him, and he can take as much time as he wants, but again, that that is still some time. But Lou Dort's going to have his hands full with basically guarding a guy who very well believes he should be an all-star and is probably going to go out there tonight and try and prove that very point. Devin Booker, of course, already a guy who had a huge scoring outburst Sunday night after the passing of Kobe Bryant. Of course, that also a tribute to Kobe Bryant. So Devin Booker more than capable with his 28 points per game scoring. Uh, If the Thunder want to get a win tonight against a much worse team than them, Lou Dort has to bring it on the defensive end. He's brought it for the last six, seven games that he's played, of course. It's going to be a team effort. But if you want to beat the Suns, just make sure Devin Booker doesn't make this his show-out game of like, look, I'm an all-star. If you do that, the Thunder should be able to get the victory tonight.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And all right, everybody, thank you once again for listening to Locked on Thunder. And um, this is kind of hard to talk about um, because I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to speak for other people. Um, but for those that are in the market and that listen to the station that I work for, 107.7, by now you are all aware that we've had some uh, roster shakeup at the station. And um, we've unfortunately had to let... Um, a handful of people go, a handful of very talented people. And it all happened on Wednesday. And um, and it seemed like it was happening like once every hour, somebody would be let go, another person would be let go. And for a guy like me who doesn't have his own show, like I'm on the Bath the Franchise Thunder Insider show on Saturday mornings, but that's just a once a week show on the weekend. Um, I don't have a Monday through Friday show. Um, Basically, I, I'm not very high on the totem pole with the franchise. Like they value me, and I think that I'm important, and I feel that I do a good job. But I'm sure the people that were let go also felt that way as well, and they had Monday through Friday gigs with the franchise, so a little bit higher up than I was. So um, obviously, um, fortunately, I was able to uh, keep my job. I'm very thankful for that, of course. Um, I, I'm still really upset about just people losing their jobs. I mean, it's it's hard. It's a, it's a reality. And I'm sure maybe someday I'll probably have to experience that at some point. I feel like if you've been in this business for a long time, and I've only been in this business professionally for two years, but you know, grinding in it for like the last four, I'm sure if I'm in this business, fortunate, um, if I'm fortunate enough to be in the business for 20, 30 years, um, there might be a time where I have to experience this. So my thoughts and my prayers go out to my former franchise mates, and I hope they're able to um, get a good landing spot and find some success and find some happiness moving forward. And I appreciate all their help. And I'm not going to sit here and name all of them because some some people have made it aware what the situation is. Others have not just yet, and I'm going to let them have that platform and that um, that I, I want their voice to be heard first, not mine on a locked on thunder podcast. But, um, as it pertains to me all day, Wednesday, I needless to say, I was very, very nervous and, um, I didn't know what my future was in the short term or the long term. Um, I was pretty freaked out and, uh, let's just say that Thursday, um, I had to do a little bit of extra stuff. And then I also, really had to come back down from the high stress level that I had on Wednesday. And, um, again, apologies for not putting out a podcast. Um, like, like I said, we had to cut back some people. So I had to do a little bit of extra work at the station yesterday. A little, it took me a little bit longer than usual, but that shouldn't be the case moving forward. Um, fortunately, Madison Morris, Jerry Ramsey, John Hamm, the franchise thunder insiders, are still at 107.7 the franchise so nothing changes in terms of basketball coverage and I'm very happy to say that because I'm very proud of the basketball coverage that we're able to do at the station um, I think it's second to none 
Um, it's not just me, of course. It is a complete and utter team effort. I'm very thankful to work there. Hope I hope to be able to work there for a long time. And yes, again, apologies for no episode yesterday, uh, but we will go into the weekend and go into next Monday refreshed, thankful, and happy. But one more time, uh, Phoenix Suns, 8 o'clock tip-off Oklahoma time tonight on the road in Phoenix. And if you're in the market and you want to listen to the post-game show right after the game ends, please tune into 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Tonight, immediately following the game, you can hear Madison Morris, our producer Matt Burton, and I on the radio giving our post-game reactions. And if that's a little too late for you, I understand. Even though it is Friday night, you want to go out and have a good time with your friends and family, please do that and be safe. But you can also listen to it tomorrow morning on the OKC82 podcast as we will put that up there for your listening pleasure. So subscribe to that if you don't mind. But everybody, until next week, please enjoy yourself. Please be safe. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Niners. And I only say that because my best friend is a 49ers fan. I don't really care who wins, but I'm going to be rooting for the Niners for him. So everybody enjoy yourself. Be thankful. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.